Hey, I'm Jess Reed, a wild wellness coach and spirit-led entrepreneur since 2017. This podcast is a place for people who feel stuck, unfulfilled, lonely, ashamed, and exhausted. And I actually want to celebrate that with you. Why? Because these unpleasant feelings are actually really good signs that you're hearing the voice of your intuition. That holy discontent inside of you is not an inner critic voice just to be drowned out, but the inner wisdom that needs to be allowed to lead. We're taught that we're the problem, but the reality is the environment is the problem because we live in an environment and cultural context that teaches us to prioritize productivity over pleasure and to push ourselves like limitless machines. I don't know about you, but I've done the people-pleasing, the approval-seeking, the workaholism, the chasing of the next goal, the delaying just a little longer of my own dreams, making everyone else's dreams come true, using all of my gifts, talents, and time to accomplish someone else's mission instead of my own. I know you have too, and I'm on a mission to change that, to walk out of these cages and these prisons together, because all of this unnatural self-sacrifice for the benefit of these systems is robbing us of our health, our vitality, our joy, and our pleasure. I'm here to help you rewild, to offer a kind of wellness that's not as a thing to strive ahead for, but to come home to. Not to learn or to add or to have, but to unlearn and remove to have again. You are never the problem, you're the solution. Join me as we come home to the wisdom of nature and our intuition to create a life we actually like. everyone. Before we dig into today's episode, I want to make sure that you know about Rewild Your Wellness, a brand new eight-week group coaching that I'm leading from January 4th through February 21st. We are going to be rewilding our wellness through nutrition, light, sound, motivation, beliefs, and realigning with nature and our intuition. You can work with me one-on-one anytime for a much higher price point, but I am so excited to make this really accessible at a price point of $333. And there will be an option for three monthly payments. I'm expanding on so many new topics that I've been nerding out on over the last few years that have transformed my life and the lives of the one-on-one clients that I've been working with. I am going to be delivering so much value to you for this price point. We are doing live weekly sessions with all of the playbacks available. If you can't attend live, you won't miss a thing. Self-paced content every single week, either an audio or video teaching, a journal prompt or a worksheet or all of the above, plus daily, yes, daily, every single day for the entire eight weeks, support in the group community chat. This is taking place entirely off of social media on a beautiful platform that is both functional, gorgeous, easy to use. There's even an app. If you're worried about being able to keep up with everything over the eight weeks, no FOMO, you will have lifetime access. Everything will be packaged into an online course even after the group is over that's totally included for you as lifetime access. I'm gonna be teaching you skills that will absolutely change your life in these eight weeks and will last you a lifetime. If you're ready to release the weight from your body and soul, to prioritize enjoyment over efficiency in your health journey, and to finally practice self-care over self-soothing, this eight-week group program is for you. Join me and your new besties as we come home to the wisdom of nature and our intuition to create a life we actually like. Join today using the link in the show notes. Welcome back to the Wild Wellness with Jess podcast. 
I hope that you've been enjoying our series on rewilding your wellness. If you scroll back over the past few episodes, you're going to see um, titles like rewild your nutrition, rewild your light, rewild your frequency. And today we are going to be still talking about rewilding, but in a different kind of a way. Today's episode is a beginner's guide to celebrating Yule. And I really look at celebrating the solstices and their midpoints, which are called the wheel of the year, um, sometimes called Sabbaths or holy days, holidays, right? And this has been really fun for me over the last year to start actually honoring these points in time. To me, it does feel like rewilding, coming home to myself and coming home to my ancestry, all of our ancestry, because since humans have been alive, um, we have and, and started to notice you know, the, the cyclical patterns of nature. We have all across the world in different cultures and different time periods found ways to notice these very important days and to celebrate them. And part of celebrating and honoring the solstices and the wheel of the year is looking at what nature is modeling for us and following suit and not fighting against what nature is doing and trying to override it and just keep up with that kind of, you know, summer harvest energy year round and be productive, productive, the, the way that today's modern culture really teaches us to do and really prizes. We really don't value um, this time of the year, the season of rest and looking at what nature is actually doing and knowing that, the, that it's intentional and that it's healing and instead we, you know, just for example, with this time of the year, like we really resent the darkness. We pathologize the darkness instead of leaning into it and celebrating it. So yeah, I do look at this still as rewilding. It's a way of coming home to the wisdom of nature and your own intuition by allowing your, your intuition to follow suit with nature, which I believe is built into us to do. So today is just going to be a very, like I said, beginner's guide. It's just an introduction to Yule. Honoring the wheel of the year is something new for me. And so if you're like, what the heck are you talking about? You're in good company. <laughs> I just started celebrating it this past year and it's been really fun for me. So I want to share with you about what Yule is. And I know a lot of us are already celebrating the holidays this time of year um, in whatever way your upbringing and culture has taught you to celebrate. Maybe it's Christmas, maybe it's um, Hanukkah, maybe it's something totally different. Um, but Yule is not associated with any one particular religion or culture. Um, it is literally just the winter solstice. Like this is what we we all <laughs> experience all around the world, right? Um, and so I'm going to share a little bit about the history and I'm going to share kind of about the, the energy of this time of year, what nature is modeling for us. And then I'm going to share some traditions and rituals to celebrate things that you can, um, take or leave, but incorporate into celebrating this time of the year. And then I'm also going to share some journal prompts that have been really helpful for me in honoring this time of the year and that you can again, take and use yourself. And so the day that this episode is airing is Monday the 18th and Yule falls on the winter solstice, which is December 21st. So if you are listening to this, you know, today or the day after Yule, Yule has already started or whatever, like don't feel behind. 
um, Yule is actually 12 days long, very similar to the 12 days of Christmas. And so you can celebrate anytime between the start of solstice, which is the 21st, all the way through the new year. So let's get into the history and I'll, I'll share with you a little bit more too about the 12 days of Yule. So Yule is an ancient Scandinavian festival that corresponds to the winter solstice, which is the shortest day of the year and also the longest night of the year. So it was known as the time when the world is the darkest. And people back then actually would wonder about the fact that, you know, the sun is going away and is it actually going to come back? So people would be waiting to see if the sun would return. And then it was also a time of great celebration because the sun did return. So the solstice is actually, of course, just one measurable moment, the moment when the pole of the, the hemisphere is tilted as far as it will be from the sun, creating the longest night of the year. But because of the importance of this holiday, many cultures celebrate it at this time for 12 days, just like the 12 days of Yule uh, is similar to the 12 days of Christmas. There's also a Roman tradition of um, the full week of Saturnalia or 12 days of Saturnalia. You can go Google that if you are interested in how the Romans did it, but it was essentially like 12 days of, of feasting and partying. And one thing that I found super interesting when I was researching this is that this time of Yule, the 12 days of Yule, has been considered to be outside of time. And this belief that time is in suspension for 12 days. And the Finnish shamans, shamans from Finland, call this period the dreaming or God's trance hour. And so there's actually historical um, support for this basically because we all used to operate off of the lunar calendar and now we operate off of the solar calendar. So in the lunar calendar, um, there are 13 moons in a year and well, actually 12, 12 moons in a year, but it winds up being 13 moons in a year when you look at the solar year. But this was when they were following the lunar calendar, which were one you know, lunar cycle per month. And so 12 lunar cycles in a year, according to the lunar year. And in each cycle is 29 and a half days in a lunar cycle. And so when you multiply that by 12, it works out to be 354 days. And now in our solar calendar what is 365 days. So it's about 11 to 12 days shorter. And so this is super interesting that basically that's where this support comes from in being outside of time. So we have finished the lunar year on the solstice, but the solar year is still going. And so it's this kind of this liminal space for these 11 to 12 days. And so the 12 days of Yule starts on solstice, which is the 21st. And of course, the 12 days of Christmas typically starts on, well, not typically, it does. It starts on Christmas Day, which is December 25th, and it goes through uh, January 5th, and then it um, ends with uh, the celebration of the Epiphany. Uh, if you come from a Christian or, or Catholic background, you probably know what I'm talking about. So it did get adjusted, um, but if you're celebrating the 12 days of Yule, um, you can start celebrating on the 21st and celebrate all the way through the new year. And I'm actually going to share with you a little ritual that you can do for the 12 days of Yule as you keep listening. So yes, Yule at its heart is a celebration of the sun. It's interesting because you would think it'd be a celebration of darkness, but no, it's a celebration of the sun. We have made it through the long dark. So Yule is the shortest 
um, day of the year, longest night of the year. And so celebrating the 12 days of Yule is celebrating the return of the sun and kind of heading towards spring. So the sun starts coming up more and more each day. The daylight is extending after the 21st, making the world brighter and lighter. And as the sun returns, we know that the plants and the animals and the mushrooms will also return. So on one hand, the winter solstice does represent the depths of winter. The landscape is at its most threatening, and it's a time that the land is calling us to go inward and to reflect and to rest and hibernate the same way that the land is doing this and the way that the animals are doing this, right? But on the other hand, it's also a time of incredible celebration because the darkest time of the year has passed and we've made it through. The days are only getting brighter from here. So one of the beautiful things about this time of the year is that there are so many different ways to celebrate. You can honor the return of the sun or you can honor the shadows in the darkness. You can uh, host friends and family or you can just retreat into your own cozy little world. So bonfires and feasts and sacrifices have all been a part of Yule, but also reflection, rest, home, and hearth are also very important this time of year. In general, it's a great time to reflect, to be generous, to take some time for yourself, and to dream about the year to come. So the winter solstice essences and energies are about opening, honoring, resting, listening, centering, releasing, reflecting, forgiveness, shedding, and celebration. And there have been some longstanding traditions and rituals to celebrate Yule, and I'll share them with you. And you probably are already doing some of them. Um, And then others that maybe you're not doing yet, you can incorporate, or maybe the ones that you are doing, it will just inspire you to have a little bit of a different meaning in the things that you're already doing. So the first one is to bring greenery into your home. So this happened both as Yule trees, which now we are very familiar with as Christmas trees, right? But these were decorated. And also people would bring in Yule logs, which were covered in ashes, and they were burned later in the year. Of course, people would also bring in mistletoe, and they would embrace the properties of the tree that it grows on. They believed that it was very healing, mistletoe. And also, um, they believed that it carried uh, the magic of fertility. So now we know the mistletoe's kiss, but actually people would, you know, go far beyond to have fertility rituals underneath of the mistletoe. And also it was a sign of peace. Um, Historically, if, you know, people were at war with one another and enemies would find themselves underneath a mistletoe, they would actually drop all of their weapons. And that was just part of honoring the meaning of nature. So you could incorporate mistletoe yourself. You could also create a simmer pot of spruce or pine. You could bring a stick of willow or birch inside and watch the leaves bud as a reminder of the coming spring or an omen of good things to come. You can also decorate for Yule above and beyond bringing greenery into your home. So animals that correspond to Yule might be squirrels, deer, owls, ravens, or bears. And the colors that respond to Yule are those of the sun and holly, so red, green, and gold. Or you might also choose to reflect the colors of the land and more darkness this time of year. So white, blue, silver, and black. Gift giving is a longstanding Yule tradition. So giving a gift, an offering, or a sacrifice. So something as small as putting out bird seed 
in recognition that our feathery friends might be in need this time of year. It's a time when we must give what we can because we don't know if our neighbors have enough for winter. What could you give? Could you give lessons, encouragement, your art, your service? You have gifts to give and giving can connect you to a community. So how can you be generous in this season? One thing that I thought was really sweet recently is my daughter had this little calendar, um, a, a kindness calendar that her school gave to her. And so it's just trying to inspire kids, like how can we all be generous this season in the ways that we can give? And she wanted to uh, go pick up some donuts. <laughs> this is so funny because, um, you know, you hear like the stereotype. I'm sure she heard it on TV about how police officers love donuts, right? And so she wanted to pick up a bunch of donuts and bring it to the policemen uh, and women, of course, but the, the police station. And she uh, wrote a little card that was so sweet and basically said like, thank you for protecting us all. Um, thank you for putting dangerous people in jail so they can't hurt us, but also please remember to tell them to have a good life. <laughs> I just thought it was the sweetest thing. And she wants to do this with the um, fire station as well. So we're going to be doing this on uh, this coming Thursday. She gets off school early. And so that's what we're doing. We're going to go pick up some um, some donuts, like she suggested, and some you know holiday treats and bring them to the police station and the fire station. And she wrote a card for each of them. And I just thought that was the sweetest thing ever. So our kids are just so naturally generous and they just cling to that kind of inspiration when someone suggests it to them. So I'd encourage you to do the same thing. Don't be dismissive um, about you know coming up with a way to be generous. And you could do this with your kids and it's such great modeling for them. So yeah, how can you be generous this season? Um, another thing that I did recently that just felt so good is I hosted a Yule gathering um, in my backyard and we did a, a Yule bonfire. And typically I do um, an in-person event here in Virginia Beach for each of the celebrations of the Wheel of the Year, which happens about every six weeks, um, eight times a year. And so if you're if you're nearby or you're ever um, planning to be in the Virginia Beach area, um, I would love for you to come. So I'm sure at some point I will probably take these celebrations online, but for now I'm just doing them here in person. The next one is going to be February 1st to celebrate in bulk, which is the halfway point between the winter solstice and the spring solstice. But anyway, we had um, our gathering for Yule and instead of uh, charging for the event like I normally do, I did it by donation only. And so it was optional, but we were taking up a donation for a specific woman in our community who recently has gone through a really hard time. She has a new health diagnosis that just came out of nowhere, and she um, recently lost her job related to that. And, you know, it's just really horrible and really um, a, a big struggle right now. She's a single mom. And so, without, you know, sharing too much information about her that wasn't mine to share. Um, basically that was the whole point of taking up the donation and we raised over $400. And when I sent it to her, it was just the most precious feeling. And she was blown away. She was in tears. She felt so loved and it was just so sweet. And so remembering too, that it doesn't have to just entirely fall on you, but um, could you partner together with other people in your community to help someone um, that's the whole thing about winter. Uh, it's a hard season for people. And so 
basically just historically, you know, the, the harshness of winter and not knowing if your neighbors really have enough to get by and sharing out of the generosity of what you have. Um, it's very much historical and natural for us to be doing this. So yeah, how can you be generous this season? The next one is to light a fire. So in honor of the return of the sun, it's a wonderful time to bring fire into your world. You can do a Yule fire uh, like I did and do it by yourself or do it with others. Um, my husband and I have been lighting fire in the backyard a lot more often. And so we just had a little date night at home on Saturday night and my daughter just kind of wanted to do her own thing. So we let her watch some TV and we had some Uber Eats delivered and just had some fire in our backyard. And I very much thought about the season of Yule. You can also light, light candles. Um, you can sit by the fireplace. You can put up twinkle lights. And especially remember to spend time in the precious sunshine as we have way less of it this time of year. And it's so important for us to get enough sunshine. Make sure you go back and listen to the episode called Rewild Your Light. And you'll understand a lot more about how important it is to our health um, to make sure that we're getting adequate sunshine, especially this time of year. The next one is to rest like the earth. As the world sits in stillness and waits for the light to come back, the animals, the plants, and the fungi outside are resting up for all the growth that is about to come. And we also need rest. And this can be a really busy time of year. And if you're anything like me, you probably have a big to-do list of all the projects that you want to complete, the holiday plans to make, traveling, festivities. But these expectations of busyness at this kind of meant to be slow and calm time of year makes it all the more important for us to be conscientious about the rest that we're getting. So allow yourself to enjoy the time with others and also make sure to rest. Another Yule tradition is to set intentions and make wishes. It's a particularly time, particularly good time of the year to think about what you want to grow in your life. So the sun is coming back. We're thinking about spring returning, right? Um, and also this kind of, we kind of naturally just do this anyway, don't we? Because we're reflecting on the closeout of the year and we're setting new year's resolutions and all the things. Um, but yeah, as the light is coming back, take some time to think about the big picture dreams that you're trying to nurture. It might not be the time to actually start taking action on any of these things, but it's definitely a good time to make a plan to explore your thoughts and your intuition and to dream about the potential for the coming year. So remember, what's the why behind your goals, right? How do you want to feel? It's a desired feeling is the most important thing. And um, a lot of times we forget this, right? We are so big on chasing the outward results and we forget the bigger why behind anything that we want as an outward result. We don't really want the weight loss we believe we want how we're going to feel we want how we believe we're going to feel when we have the weight loss um, same thing with the big job promotion or you know the paying off of the debt or getting that next you know purchase that you want to get or um, the next uh, finding that perfect relationship or just whatever right the, these are the outward results that we're seeking but really what's the bigger why we're always pursuing our desired feelings and 
we can actually have those desired feelings right now. And we are all the more likely to get the desired result that is going to amplify those feelings if we are already allowing ourselves to feel these feelings. And I have a completely free tool that will help you with this. And it is called my free desire map. And the link is in the show notes. So make sure that you press pause right now and go get your hands on that because it's going to be a perfect way for you to think about really how you want to feel in 2024 and allow yourself to start feeling that way even right now. And so you can still pursue the goals. Like I love chasing goals, but I don't um, really value chasing goals when I forget my why, right? And that's why we give up, isn't it? Like that's why, you know, I think it's like 80% of New Year's resolutions are abandoned within the first week, right? It's because we either have forgotten our why or in pursuing the outward result, we are feeling the opposite of our desired feelings. So just for example, with weight loss, if you want to feel free, but you're following some kind of strategy to get you to your weight loss goal that makes you feel stuck and restricted and punished, then you're not feeling your desired feelings and you're going to subconsciously reject that and you're going to self-sabotage, right? And so (laughs) this is exactly um, the opposite of what's going to be effective. And yet we continue to do this. And this is why, you know, most weight loss plans also fail, isn't it? Um, but I know that you heard the ad at the beginning of the episode for rewild your wellness, our eight week group coaching program that starts on January 4th. And if you would like to walk through a health journey that is actually the opposite of all of that crap, then this is exactly perfect for you. So again, the link is in the show notes there as well. Getting back to setting intentions and making wishes. Yeah, remember the why behind your goals, but also asking how can you grow into your fullest fullest potential this year? What would that look like? It's a great time to make a vision board if you are a visual person. Um, I don't really do vision boards as much. I'm a lot more of a word person, but I know that other people are very into vision boards and it can be really inspiring, especially if you are um, a visual learner, um, a connect yeah, kinetic learner, meaning like you learn by using your body, um, that can be very, very powerful. So there's a really cool ritual surrounding making wishes that we're going to be implementing for the first time this year as a family. And I wanted to share it with you and it's called the 13 Yule wishes ritual. And basically what you do, if you do it by yourself or every person in the family can do this is to write out 13 wishes that you have for the upcoming year. And you write them each on their own separate small piece of paper, and you're going to fold it up so that you can't read what it says. Um, But if you're doing multiple family members, just remember to keep them separate. Like every person should have their own little um, container of wishes, or maybe you write them on different colored sheets of paper or just whatever so that you don't get them confused. Um, But you're going to write down 13 wishes that you have for the upcoming year, and Starting on Yule, which is the 21st, all the way through the new year, you're going to burn one of those wishes each night of Yule. And so I'm doing this with a seven-year-old. So we're getting some flash paper, just ordered it (laughs) from Amazon and it's going to be coming. That way it feels a little bit more fire safe and we're going to do it over the sink, Um, but you can do it over a bonfire or in a fire safe container, um, whatever way uh, feels right to you um, or most magical for you if you're not really worried about, you know, safety with kids as much. So yeah, that's what we're going to do this year. So there's 13, right? And there's only 12 days of Yule. So 
again, you're going to mix it all up so that you don't know which wish is written on which piece of paper. But the 13th wish is one that you don't burn and you open it up. And the tradition is that that wish is up to you to fulfill, but all the rest of them will be fulfilled by magic or by God, universe, source, love with a capital L, um, whatever you believe in. So yeah, I thought that that would be a fun one to celebrate and share it with you as a really um, cool tradition that you can implement with your family. And then the last one is to start a journal. It is a time to go inward and like the land, we can pull into ourselves so that we can grow even more next year. So one of those nice notebooks that you haven't even touched, this would be the perfect thing (laughs) to put inside. And I'm going to share with you some prompts in a second, Um, but you might choose to start a daily practice, or you could even use these questions to journal through the 12 days of Yule. So I'm going to share these journal prompts now, Um, but I actually did them all this past weekend and took the time. And I took some breaks because, you know, it probably took me several hours to get through all of these, but I liked doing it in kind of one fell swoop and I had my tea and I listened to a really cool um, Yule playlist on Spotify that was just instrumental and I just really enjoyed it. So these are some great questions that go above and beyond just the typical um, reflection questions for setting, you know, celebrating this year and also setting New Year's goals. Of course, it does encompass some of that, but these are some questions that also I really enjoy because it's more about nature and honoring the season. So the first one is, how is winter special to me? What can I enjoy this time of year more than any other? Oh, I love this question because to me, typically I have hated this time of the year. And this is the second year (laughs) that I can say that I haven't. Um, I've actually really treasured this time of the year and, you know, just the silliest little things, like even if it's just like the clothes that you get to wear, or of course there's lots of like special holiday traditions and things like that. Um, but yeah, this was a fun, this was a fun question to answer. So yeah, how, how is winter special and what can we enjoy this time of the year more than any other? The next one is what does winter mean to me energetically? What is nature modeling for me? And how can I align with that? The next one is, what parts of me are currently feeling exposed to the outside world? Next, what am I doing to heal myself in this season of rest, repose, and recuperation? Next is, what can I do to honor the sun and its influence on my life? Next, what am I learning from the growing darkness of winter. Next, what am I most looking forward to about spring and the coming year? And now we're getting into maybe some more of the um, you know typical ones that are like reflecting on the current year and looking forward to the year ahead. But do make sure that you don't jump past the ones that are about nature and honoring what's happening energetically this time of the year. But here, here we go, continuing on. What's coming to an end in 2023? And what am I looking forward to starting or recommitting to in 2024? How can I make 2024 a success? What is it that I truly desire in the coming year? And also remember here to include and start with, what are your desired feelings? I made sure to do that and then connect any kind of actions or outward results that I want to have 
into the desires first and, and let that be a natural outflow of that. Next, what is a limiting belief blocking my light from the world that I want to leave behind in 2024? And then last, what were the transformative events of my year? What have I accomplished? What was my biggest accomplishment this year? What have I overcome? What is the overarching narrative of the year? What has really changed for me this year? How have I grown? And what kind of future does it propel me into? I hope that you will take the time Yule. (laughs) I hope that you'll take the time um, to do some of these Yule journal prompts. And if you're not a journaling person, maybe you'll have some significant conversation with someone that you feel safe talking to and that would also appreciate going through some of these questions together. Um, I know after I did my own journaling, I asked some of these questions to my husband on Saturday night when we were having our date night in the backyard with the Yule fire. And so maybe you have this type of relationship with your spouse, um, maybe just with a best friend, a sister, a cousin, um, a motherly figure, um, maybe with your child, you know, like it, it could just be a really cool way to connect deeply with one another and talk about things that we don't typically talk about. So as we are wrapping this episode up and remembering that honoring nature in the season is a, re- is a way to rewild, to come home to not just nature in general, but to come home to your own nature. Um, I want to remind you about Rewild Your Wellness, which is an eight-week group coaching program running from January 4th through February 21st. And we are going to be rewilding our wellness through nutrition light, sound, motivation, beliefs, and realigning with nature and our intuition. And I would love for you to join in. Remember that you can work with me one-on-one anytime, but it is a much higher price point to work together one-on-one. And I'm just really excited to make this accessible for everyone. Um, I want to work with you. And the price point is $333. You can do three monthly payments of $111. We've already got, gosh, I think 18 amazing people in the group that I would love for you to jump in and meet with. And it's so cool because it's entirely off of social media. I've been wanting to get off of social media for a while and I have found a beautiful um, platform that is easy to use, functional, gorgeous. It has its own app. Um, And so not only are we going to be doing the live weekly sessions, but you're going to have some self-paced content every single week. If you liked those journal prompts um, and reflection, basically like you're going to get something similar to that every single week. It won't be as many, (laughs) as many in-depth questions. Um, It's something that's totally doable within the context of a week. Um, And then there's also going to be daily support in the group community chat. There are live sessions, but you do not have to attend live to get absolutely everything that you need out of the sessions. Um, If you watch the playbacks, you'll get just as much out of it and interacting with the daily support in the group community chat. Um, And there's also absolutely no fear of missing out on anything. Even if you feel like, gosh, I'm really interested in this, but I don't think I can keep up with it because I have something big going on at work or um, just dealing with something with your kids right now, or just whatever um, is feeling like you just don't have the time or it's not the right time. Um, 
there's no fear of missing out. There's no such thing as being behind because you're going to have lifetime access to this resource. So everything, um, the live weekly sessions that are going to be turned into playbacks, all of the self-paced content is going to remain in there. And then of course the daily, um, support in the group community chat is, um, specific to the eight weeks itself, but that's basically the only thing, um, that you wouldn't have afterwards because it's going to be packaged into an online course that you keep lifetime access to. So I hope that you will grab the link in the show notes and enroll today. I'm so excited to have you. And also, if you are interested in working one-on-one, you're not as much of a group person, I am taking new one-on-one clients as well. And you can head on over to my website and request a completely free curiosity call. If you are not sure if you'd rather do the group or one-on-one, we can also talk about that on a curiosity call. Or also, if you just want to do a curiosity call totally for free about the group, we can do that as well. I would love to meet you. I would love to hear your story. I would love to bless you with some free encouragement and resources, whether you decide to move forward with working together with me or not. Um, So again, you know, sign up for your free curiosity call and I would love to schedule out something with you in the next week. Um, If you don't want to do a live appointment on your calendar, I totally get that. We can chat asynchronously, meaning not live. We just talk back and forth using uh, voice notes. We can use WhatsApp. We can use Boxer, um, whatever kind of uh, technology that you feel comfortable with, because I know it's it's a very busy time of year, but it can seamlessly fit into your life um, without even having to add anything to your calendar for us to do that curiosity call and answer all of your questions and get you whatever um, input you need for your intuition to guide you to the right um, decision for you. So I hope that you have an amazing week. I will be back with you next week on I believe I'll be releasing the episode on Christmas Eve. Um, So make sure that you stay tuned. It's going to be called Seven Holiday Weight Loss Rest Stop Reminders. And I know that it is, you know, just a crazy time of year with thinking about your health. It's not something that you really want to be focused on right now. I know, I know, (laughs) I know. I have spent so many years um, feeling that way as well. And so um, next week will be an episode that will encourage you and give you Um, so many amazing reframes. So make sure that you stay tuned for that. I will release it on Christmas Eve. It would be great to listen to it on Christmas Eve because I know that a lot of people are getting together with friends and family on Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, um, New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, and then lots of probably other things that you're doing with your kids when they're off school in between. So it's going to be some really great information to help you get through this interesting time of year when it does feel like time is in suspension, doesn't it? And um, especially when we are on a weight loss journey and we're just more about maintaining than we are about actually uh, gaining new ground in this area. And that's completely okay. So stay tuned for that episode next week. I hope you have a fantastic week and happy holidays and happy Yule.